It's before Paul early, and this is the pre-W Smith Show on 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, well, if that music doesn't get you up in the morning, I don't know what will. Welcome back. We're warming it up for Paul W. He's coming on at the top of the hour, and he and Ann Thomas are up on Mackinac Island. They're going to be bringing us all the news from the Mackinac Policy Conference. All right, now, it's your day. Let's make it a great one. Let's get up and get going. And we've got a story for you that is impacting college sports in fundamental, game-changing ways. Talking about new legislation just passed about a year ago that now allows college athletes to make money off of their name, image, and likeness, or NIL as it's known. Breaking it down for us today is Michael Spath. He's covered college athletics for 15 years as a writer and broadcaster and as a teacher at University of Michigan focused on the history of college athletics. Michael, welcome. Help break down this whole NIL thing for us. Bring it to us, Michael. Thank you, Jeff, for having me here today. So essentially back in July of last year in 2021, NCAA with momentum against them, with the Supreme Court voting against them nine and nothing in a separate case, but essentially striking down their power and their authority in the college space, the NCAA introduced legislation that essentially said for the very first time in the history of college athletics that a student athlete could benefit from their own personal name, image, and likeness, their own personal brand. They could use their Instagram following, their social media following, or if they were a big football player, basketball player, and people knew who they were in their communities, they could go and sign deals with car dealerships or restaurants or whatever to promote those businesses in exchange for compensation. And essentially what it said is two big things. One, a school, an institution, a university, a college can't take your scholarship away, can't punish you for having a name, image, and likeness deal. And the other thing it largely did is it allowed state by state to kind of decide this legislation for themselves. And so while most of the states are fairly similar, there are you know little intricacies that are different here and there from state to state, but it allowed, essentially allowed a California and a Florida and a Ohio and a Texas, which are four of the biggest states in the country in terms of football recruiting talent, to compete a little bit to create advantages for their in-state universities to benefit more from name, image, and likeness. So before, obviously, pro athletes could do this, but now what this has done is open the doors to those student athletes that heretofore would go to a certain college, would accept an opportunity to go to a college from a recruiter because that college was great. The education was going to be great. Playing for that school was a proud moment. It was a you know great opportunity for the student. It's gone beyond that now. Now it's part business even at the student-athlete level. Well, I will tell you, so Alabama football has ruled the world for the last decade plus because of Nick Saban. And when recruits, high school recruits, were making a decision about their college future, it largely came down to two criteria that Alabama did better than anybody else or does better than anybody else. It came down to competing for championships, which Alabama has done routinely underneath Nick Saban, and it came down to getting an opportunity to play at the next level. I want to go to a place where I can compete for championships and I want to play in the NFL. And Alabama did that better than anybody. Clemson was then doing that really well for a period of time. Oklahoma, Ohio State, this is, and these schools kept on Georgia now. These schools kept on benefiting because they were doing it better than anybody else. Now there is a third criteria, and I would almost argue a far more important criteria for a high school recruit than those two. They still want to get to the NFL. That's the ultimate goal or the NBA or Major League Baseball or whatever it is. But now they're looking at 
which school provides me the best opportunity to make money while I'm in college. And when we say money, we're not talking about $1,000 here for the big name recruits. We are talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars that will equal, in some cases, millions over the course of a four-year career. And I am now, every school is, what do we do? What is our name, image, and likeness program? How are we helping? How are we uh, monetizing this so that five-star and four-star recruits give us a better chance come to our school than they do to our competitors? Right. So it begs the question, how does this change college sports as we know it today? What is the impact of this? Well, the biggest thing that has coincided, Jeff, with this is that there's about a couple of years ago, the transfer portal was introduced into college athletics that essentially said like, hey, instead of having to get permission from your coach to transfer, now you can just go anytime you want. Then a year ago, the NCAA allowed a immediate transfer, a one-time immediate transfer. So if you're at a school, you're at USC, you just got, you don't want to be at USC anymore. You want to go to UCLA. You can go to UCLA without having to sit out a year. Previously, you always had to sit out a year. Now you don't. And when you've had this convergence between name, image, and likeness and a transfer portal where there's no consequences for transferring, what you've created is free agency. Because you look at, you know, there's a young man, a wide receiver from the University of Pittsburgh, who is the best wide receiver in the country. He has announced he's left Pittsburgh, where he's had a nice career and just won a ACC championship to go to USC because he doesn't have to sit out and USC is offering him a better name, image, and likeness deal, supposedly $3.5 million to come there for one year. Not to come there for three or four, for one year. It is free agency, Jeff. But yes, I mean, in a situation where, hey, I'm going to go somewhere where I can make more money. Caleb Williams was a starting quarterback at Oklahoma this past year. He took the job away from Spencer Rattler in 2021. He left. His coach, Lincoln Riley, went to USC. Caleb Williams went with him to USC because he doesn't have to sit out a year and because USC is offering him more money and name, image, and likeness opportunities than Oklahoma is. Michael, first the transfer portal and now NIL deals. There's no doubt that the impact of this will continue to have on every aspect of college athletics from recruiting to retention. Michael, this is big. I have spent 20 years in sports media, and in my opinion, name, image, and likeness is the greatest shockwave to college athletics at least in my 42 years, in my lifetime, there's been nothing else that's come close to it. And if they don't start getting a better handle on it, then every fan out there is going to have to ask themselves kind of how they want to continue to follow their teams going forward. All right, Michael Spath, thanks so much for putting name, image, and likeness, NIL deals in perspective for us on how it is and will continue to shape college athletics going forward. Thank you, Michael. Back with more on the Pre-W Smith Show right after this break. 